Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 a.m. Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Amy G., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Maryland. Today's date is July 26, 2023. Today we are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are in the chapter Working with Others on page 96. We are at the first paragraph, starting with Do Not Be Discovered if your prospect does not respond at once. Going through that one paragraph ending in Who Have Since Recovered of Their Chance. Today's readers are Shanna C., Leah F. Uh, We will get the reference numbers for yesterday. That will come. And... um, We'll go from there. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Marge O. to read the 12 steps. Go ahead, Marge. Good morning. Marge O. from Massachusetts, recovered and grateful for today. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do though would injure that I'm sorry, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Thank you, Marge O. I will now ask for Joanne L. to read the 12 traditions. Please go ahead, Joanne. Good morning. Thank you very much for stepping in, Amy. My name is Joanne L. Recovered in Rhode Island. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message 
to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, least problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you very much for allowing me to do service today. I pass. Thank you so much, Joanne L. And just to circle back for the reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, July 25th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting ID number is 20,470. That's 20470. And for the 10 a.m. meeting yesterday to 20,471, that's 20471. All righty, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only, please. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. Again, this meeting does request that your meeting be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute your phone. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study in the big book. We are in the chapter working with others on the very first paragraph at the top of the page, starting with do not be discouraged, unpacking that one paragraph only. And today, we are going to start with Shanna C. Go ahead, Shanna. Can't wait. Good morning. This is Shanna C. Thanks, everyone, for your service. Um, And it's wonderful to be on this meeting this morning. Uh, This is Shanna C., Grateful Recover Compulsive Overeater from Tennessee. And uh, page 96, first paragraph, do not be discouraged if your prospect does not respond at once. Search out another alcoholic and try again. You are sure to find someone desperate enough to accept with eagerness what you offer. We find it a waste of time to keep chasing a man who cannot or will not work with you. If you leave such a person alone, he may soon become convinced he cannot recover by himself. Spend too much time on any one situation is to deny some other alcoholic, compulsive overeater, an opportunity to live and be happy. One of our fellowship failed entirely with its first half dozen prospects. He often says if he had continued to work on them, he may have deprived many others who have since recovered of their chance. Again, this is Shanna, grateful, Shanna C. from Tennessee, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater through God's grace and mercy. And, um, yeah, this paragraph basically speaks for itself. Um, in my experience, when it comes to working with people, you know, I share my experience. I share what works, what doesn't work with me, what happened with me. Um I share how I identify in as a compulsive overeater with a physical allergy, meaning that I'm I'm bodily and mentally different from my fellows when it comes to certain ingredients. 
once I ingest them in my body, whatever, I cannot stop eating them. I didn't understand that for the longest time. I didn't understand. I thought, see, I thought these kind of ingredients affected everyone the same way. Um, no, it, it, I'm a distinct entity. The doctor's opinion talks about that, that physical allergy that once I consume these ingredients, uh, you know, it sets up a craving for more and more. And I wonder why I can't stop. Well, that would, you know, obviously be, if I knew that, if self-knowledge knew, if I knew that enough about myself and that was enough for me to not compulsively eat, I wouldn't be on this meeting this morning. The point is, is I have a, a mental blank spot that happens at certain times left to my own devices that where I forget the pain and suffering, even a few days ago when it comes to, to food or, or whatever, and I will pick up and I will eat again despite the promises and the pain, promises I made myself and the pain that eating causes me. Um, so what do I need? I need a solution bigger than me. And so the cool thing is, is by going through these steps and the directions in this book, I'm put in a position to be of maximum service to others. And that's the very thing that's going to keep me from picking up again is thinking of others and staying out of self. And so this way of life helps with this more than anything I've ever tried personally. When it comes to working with people, I basically just share what has happened with me. You know, I offer friendship and fellowship. I'm not mean, you know, I don't, I don't sugarcoat, but at the same time, I don't people over the head. I mean, I, I didn't need to be beaten over the head when I, when I, when Food had absolutely beat me into that state of reasonableness. There was someone there, kind and loving, and able to help help guide me through, and still does to this day. And for that, I'm eternally grateful for that for that person who uh, who wasn't discouraged. You know, she showed up and she shared her story and was willing to pass on what happened to her and uh, guide me through the process. So, anyway, um, enough of me rambling. Thanks uh, everyone for being here for and for your service this morning. And with that, I'll pass. We don't hear you, Amy. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I was just saying, no rambling here, Shannon. It's the awesome message. Thank you so much for getting us started. And we're going to take some names here for share on what was read. But before we do that, uh, again, for those who have shared either on um, Tuesday or Monday, although we value uh, very much your experience, strength, and hope, we ask that you step aside so that others may share theirs as well. So who would like to share on what was read? Please give me your name and the initial of your last name. Rachel K. Okay, all I got was Rachel K. The whole other group up front, I didn't hear anybody. Janice, Janice PM. Yep, got you, Janice. Bonnie B. Bonnie B. Tina S. Bonnie B, Tina S. Awesome. Anyone else? Okay, I have Rachel Bonnie? K. Jan Bonnie, I did get you. Yep. So yeah. I've got Rachel K., Janice PM, Bonnie B., Tina S. Was there anyone else I missed or someone who'd like to add on? All right. We'll go with this rock star lineup. Rachel, go ahead, followed by Janice. Have the mic, girl. Hi, thank you. This is Rachel Kay, Compulsive Overeater in Indiana. Thank you for everybody stepping up uh, and doing service on this meeting. I know a lot of people are having trouble getting on the meeting, so I, I appreciate everybody's service and, and patience. And yeah, I know we're in the chapter working with others, and this paragraph is about working with others. But for me, what stood out to me this morning is talking about self-will. Spending too much time on a situation when God is telling me, move on. You know, whether it is carrying the message to another suffering compulsive overeater or anything. If, you know, it says, if I spend too much time on, let me see, what does it say? To spend too much time on any one situation is to deny some other alcoholic an opportunity to live and be happy. And I know in this context, it's talking about um, spending too much time on, you know, trying to get a new prospect to join the program and to work the steps. But like so many things in the big book, I think it's sort of multi-use. Um, 
this past weekend, I was working on something mechanical and things were going great. And I don't know if you know, guys know about screwdrivers and stripping a screw when you keep on trying to unscrew a screw and you, you strip it. And so it's not working. And the more you try to turn the screwdriver and pull out that screw, you're just making the situation worse and worse and worse. And you're stripping the screw more and more and more. And I was in that situation and it's like, okay, let go and let God just accept this is not, I'm going to have to find an alternate solution. And just like, you know, working with somebody or, or trying to get somebody to be convinced that they're powerless over food, it's like, okay, you know, God help me to let go of my will, which is just to try harder and keep trying, keep trying. And, you know, making the situation worse, just like strip, stripping that screw, it's like, okay, move on. Because every time, every minute I spend in that self-will, I am, I am not of use to God and to my fellows. So thanks for letting me share. Everybody have a great morning and I pass. Thank you so much, Rachel <clears throat> Kate from Indiana. Janice PM, you're up, followed by Bonnie B. Please go ahead. And thank you so much, yes, for your service, Amy G. This is the recovered compulsive overeater, Janice PM, living in Massachusetts. These directions and <laughs> are a must. They are a must, and it's repeated a couple of times in the um, in our big book here. It says, "Do not be discouraged." Well, you know, I get discouraged. I used to get discouraged because I had such a big ego. In other words, you know, this is experience talking here. And I am experienced in this also. So it's telling me, it's telling me, don't get discouraged, Janice, because you're not God and you're not the one that gets anybody recovered. Always remember that. And uh, when I thought I did, then I was playing God. You know, I am just a servant. A servant obeys his master. And my master, I choose to call God. Um, you know, um, it, <laughs> the, the, the steps teach me that I have to try to carry the message. I don't carry the messenger, you know. I have to carry the message of my experience, what I did. And I'm eager to do that. But if the sponsor of the new um, prospect is not eager, like I am, I have to let go and let my master take care of that prospect. You know, if I'm doing more and and uh, they're not desperate enough and they're not willing, I can't do anything because there's a saying. There's a saying that I heard long ago, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. And I can't convince anybody Nobody could convince me that of what I had to do. Um, I have to be convinced, and I cannot go this alone. Believe me, if you want to hear my experience, which I'm not going to tell you now, but I went alone for a long time, and it just didn't work. And uh, over here it says, you know, they're giving me very, very good advice, thank God, because I can't twist anybody else's arm. <laughs> Nobody could twist my arm, and I'm not in the selling business here. Um, I don't have to sell the program. If you're desperate and you want it, I can tell you what I do and what I did. I'm here to guide you, to try to guide you to the solution that I found because I lacked the power, so there was nothing that I could do, you know. And, and I had to get run over and over and over before I finally surrendered, you know. I cannot take on my, my, my God's job. I'm not in the business of having you recovered. I don't do that. I'm in the business of being useful to you, tell you what I did, to lose that obsession, and that is the time, and I will pass. Thanks. Thank you so much, Janice P.M. from Massachusetts. Okay, Bonnie B., you're up, followed by Tina S. Good morning, everyone. Um, what an amazing team to get this going this morning. Thank you, everyone, for jumping in. This is Bonnie B., currently um, in Florida, but from Minnesota. So, 
the previous shares pretty much said so much of what I wanted to share. But um, you know, what I focused in on also was the don't be discouraged. You know, for me, um, yeah, there were times where I was definitely discouraged and had been discouraged because because of ego and because I thought I was offering something that everyone would want. But um, you know, the mistake is that I'm not anyone's savior. I'm not anyone's protector. Um, God does that for them. And it takes what it takes. And we hear that in the program all the time. It takes what it takes. And so what's the gift that I offer people? Um, exactly what everyone else offers me, uh, living free by the grace of God, emotionally sober by the grace of God, and everything else following suit. Um, on page 31, it says, here are some of the methods we tried. If they're not ready, then that's okay. What I offer to them is friendship. I want them to know that they're friends. That, 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 that they can always call no matter what because they will come back. If they, are, if they are what I am, this is the last house on the block. And so I don't, I don't try to convince anyone. I love them as best I can. I share what I've been given. Hopefully I can carry a message with a lot of joy because it's the best life I've ever had. Um, but I don't preach. I live a sermon. And hopefully that draws people. And, and one day... They may be convinced, and if they are convinced, it will be by that inside thing, not by outside pressure. It has to be an inside thing that drives them um, back to God, back to that place of, I'll do anything. I know bottom line that it's never been, for me, it was never about modifying the behavior. It had to be a transformation, and there had to be that place in my life where I fully conceded that I had a different DNA than everyone else. And that's when the light bulb went off. And I had many, many, many people speak into my life before I came to that point. And so my job description is to just keep loving people and keep sharing what God has given me, which is freedom for today, and, um, and an open door for them to come back. And in that interim, yeah, then jump in and work with other people. But don't let ego tell you that if people don't get recovered or if they don't end up going the way that you want, that it has anything to do with you. It's all about God and his timing. And so thank you again so much, um, everyone who's doing service. I, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Bonnie B. from Minnesota. All righty. Tina S., you're up, and then we'll take some more names. Just a friendly reminder, we're on page 96, first paragraph. Okay, Tina, go ahead. Thanks so much, Amy. Uh, Tina S., recovered from Pasadena, eater, anorexic in Florida. Oh, what a great meeting, great shares. You know, I too am on that same page. You know, I always think that somehow my job is more than just sharing my experience, strength, and hope with someone else so that they may recover. And, you know, the benefit of that is I continue to stay abstinent and sober in my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one of the things, you know, I'm on that same page, you know, I would get discouraged and I try to, you know, make it happen. And what, ha what happens when I try to make things happen is not much. <laughs> in God's time and God's will, you know, if, if that person is to recover and I am the one to carry the message, then they will get it, you know, and, and what I've learned is maybe I'm not the one to carry that message to that particular person, but there is someone out there that I am meant to carry the message to. So, so I keep doing this deal. You know, and um, the gift, again, is that I get to live happy, joyous, and free one day at a time. And, and from the experience of the people that have gone before me, you know, that they have failed the people also, but they keep doing this still, you know, and, and that's what I do, you know, because if I don't, you know, I don't want to be thrown back into that, that disease. And it's just a gift. It's a gift that has been given me from somebody that has gone before me and that, continue, that I continue to get on this line daily or to get at other meetings that, you know, I just do work. You know, I suit up and I show up and I be the woman God would have me be and I carry this message of my experience. And if somebody can relate to that, then hopefully, you know, they can live this way also. And, and I just don't try to make things, ha things happen. And that's all about ego, and it's, it's been shared. There's so much good that has been shared this morning. I'm just grateful to be on the line and thank everybody for their service. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you so much, Tina S. from Florida. Awesome. Okay, so who else would like to share on what was read? Robin P. Robin Nashville. Got you, Robin. Lori Who else? H. Lori H. 
Florida, Lori H. Anyone else? We've got time. Leia. I have Robin. Oh, Leia S. Okay. Hi, Stephanie S. Stephanie W. All right, we've got a good group here. Robin P., Lori H., Leah S., Devorah S., Stephanie W., Russ M. All right, Robin P., please go ahead. Thanks, Amy. Thank you so much for your service and everyone who made this meeting possible. God bless everybody. I'm Robin P. I'm a very grateful recovered compulsive overeater, usually in Costa Rica and today in Nashville. And, um, you know, I, I've been abstinent by God's grace one day at a time for seven years. And during these seven years, I, I've sponsored uh, a lot of people, and uh, some of them are just not ready. And I once, you know, was working with someone who was lying to me because I, she was so afraid to tell me that she wasn't abstinent. And she was working the steps with me. And we, uh, you know, she finally, um, from, I think she lost her absence at five and uh, by seven, she said she had to say she hadn't been absent. And I thought, oh my gosh, I, I felt like I was, I was willing her, you know, <laughs> it was my will. Uh, and it wasn't God's will. And, you know, I, I, I just, I think I can't want it more than they want it for themselves and, you know, carry the message, but not the person. And uh, it's it's been a lesson for me in codependency where I've had to just what, what's been shared that I am not responsible for somebody else's abstinence. You know, I can just, all I can do is share my experience, strength, and hope and do the best I can. And I can't get somebody abstinent and I can't lose somebody's abstinence. And, um, you know, what was asked of me was, are you willing to go to any length to recover? Are you desperate enough? And I said, yes. And I've asked people that. Sometimes they say, they think about it, and I ask them to pray about it, and they come back and they say, no, I'm not. And I think, wow, you know, and they'll share where they're at, and I'll think, oh, my gosh, I would think that's your bottom. And it's not up to me when it's someone's bottom. It's up to God and when they're ready to, to surrender. And all I can do is I just pray for them, and I say to them, just pray to hit bottom as soon as you can, so you can recover. And um, it's just it's very humbling, this process. And it's also a great process for me to, um, you know, there's God's business, my business, and none of my business. And when I'm in pain, it's because I'm in God's business or none of my business. So God bless everybody with a really blessed afternoon day. I pass. Thanks, Amy. Thank you so much, Robin P., currently in Nashville. Tennessee. All right, Lori H., please go ahead. Okay, sorry about that, family. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, this is Lori H. in Florida. Hello, family. I'm so thrilled to be with you this morning. My heart is so wide open listening to this. I just had a um, a prospective uh, sponsee call last night, and you know, I was feeling like I normally feel, which is um, almost like uh, like I, I sell myself as a sponsor. And then I was thinking about it this morning and that I didn't go into that last night. I just prayed, you know, if, if I'm meant to help, if God wants to use me as a channel for this person, great. And if not, not. I have no problem attracting people to this program. I'm maintaining over 150 pound weight loss. Um, and, and I look pretty good. So that's not an issue for me. I attract people to the program, especially those who saw what I looked like before. But when I become that salesperson, that's my disease's job. The disease is the salesperson. And it sells, it sells and it sold me on the food and it sold everybody else and on, on the lies that it told me and on, on, on their lies. And, um, and then the food and the facts finally convince. 
you know? Um, and if that person is not convinced, if they're not already convinced, then they're not ready. And I've heard it, we've said it time and time again on this line. You know, I, I used to think if the disease is selling, like the, the opposite is, you know, the recovered person selling the program, but that's the pendulum swinging in the other side. And that's not balanced either. And today I just get to be that. I just get to be that open vessel for what my higher power has for them. And, and if they believe that they're ready and they believe it's not for me to, to say otherwise, even though I might be thinking they're not ready. That's, that's between them and their God. And I'm happy to just do my part. It's never wasted time because you know what? All the sponsors that I in the past thought, you know, had wasted my time because they were in an appropriate sponsor for me. Guess what? I got something from each and every one of them that is now in my tool bag. Each and every one, whether it just be a single prayer that is so effective for me and for others. So, um, no, uh, if somebody is definitely chronically relapsing and they're not interested in, in doing things the way I did to, so they can get my recovery, then they're looking for somebody else's recovery. And that's great. I hope they find it and I want to just be their friend. And I'm glad I get to be that today and not, not be a salesperson. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Lori H. from Florida. Okay, Leah S., you're up, followed by Deborah. Please go ahead, Leah. Thank you so much, team. Wednesday, what a beautiful meeting. My name is Leah S., I recovered and very grateful in upstate New York at this time. So one of the things that I started to that I always, um, most of the time, tell my uh, protégés that I'm going to work with is that please be honest with me. Please, um, we're different people we've never met. We only meet on the phone. But um, I'm asking you to be honest, and I'm going to be honest with you. And if I don't um, feel that I'm, I'm, I'm being of usefulness to you in in, in in this big book and and this uh, journey of doing the twelve steps, then just uh, I'm going to tell you that I'm not I'm not feeling it, and it has nothing to do with the person per se. So in other words, if I want this program more for you because you are my brother, sister, or my friend, or my neighbor, or, and, and because I have, I, I have what I have, and I know you can have. I want it more than you. It, 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 it has to be the other way around. Because um, uh, um, there's something that's called washed out. And um, each day... I have uh, a certain amount of time that I, I do the outreach work or I don't do uh, outreach work or whatever it is. But um, if I'm doing it and, and it's, not, it's not coming, it's not reciprocating, it's just not going to work for me. And um, at that time, I can, it's exactly so as they say. I can help others that um, we can work together and, and, and really grow in this program. And with that, I will pass. Thank you so much, Leah S. from Upstate New York. Okay, Devorah, Devorah S., you are up. Please go ahead. Hey, good morning, everybody. My name is Devorah S., and I'm recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey, and thank you everyone who makes this meeting possible. The service that goes into this, the messages that I hear are, are worth everything. <laughs> it's priceless, that's what I want to say, it's priceless. Do not be discouraged if your prospect does not respond at once, and, um, you know, search out another alcoholic and try again. You know, I, I feel that... <clears throat> You know, I put that on the other side, on the other, on the other person who's reaching out to me, and they're not, they're not, you know, really wanting this. Um, you know, I, I feel that everyone who picks up the phone and tries to call and wants to work the steps, they're pretty desperate, you know, to dial a person's number and say, "Can you help me?" Um, but you know, the disease gets them, and we are, 
you know, I have to, I have to tell the other person, like, don't be discouraged, you know, find someone who can help you, you know, it's there, the answer is here for you, you know, finding that right person and God will provide. And um, I know that, you know, everything is timing, everything God provides at the time that it's supposed to be. And, and the people that it's supposed to be, you know, whatever, whoever I was, whoever I worked with or whoever was my sponsor, each one brought me closer um, to, where, to where I'm supposed to be. And, um, and that's what it's all about because God is, God gives us opportunities. And um, when I get to work with someone who is, who, who comes to me and, and, and we're working together and it's not working and it's eating and they're not doing and whatever it is, you know, that's, that's their journey. And it gave me an opportunity to give away something, you know, something of myself that I was able to pass on. I know how many times I've met sponsors later on, that I don't even remember that I sponsored them or I get a phone call. Do you remember? I heard, you know, you used to sponsor me and I go, oh, okay. And I, I, I don't even remember, you know, people come and go so, so much. Um, and that's what we're here for. And um, I can't get stuck in the, in this, you know, in that, in, in um, you know, the sponsoring this one person thinking that I'm going to fix them. Not working. Um, many people out there that has a, that, that, that might be that person. And, um, and that is, you know, it's all about, we, we learn in this program, you know, it's all about me letting go. Um, and it's not just here. It's in my, with my children. I have to say also, like, Maybe I don't know the answer. Maybe there's somebody else in their life who can help them and give them what they need. You know, it's every situation that comes up, I don't have to be the one that fixes it. Um, and, and you know, it's, I'm so grateful okay. that we have this to guide us and, and to show us, you know, to show me um, how to sponsor and how to be. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Deborah S from New Jersey. All right, we have Stephanie W. followed by Ross M. Go ahead, Stephanie. Good morning. I'm Stephanie W. from Hollywood, Florida. Uh, good morning, family. And I want to say thank you so much for everyone's shares because they've certainly reached me this morning and inspired me. Um, so on, on this topic from the reading, something that occurred to me is that one of the reasons that I used to sell the program, which I had to learn how uh, to to go about this sponsorship thing. It, it was remnants of the old way before before program for me, before my transformation. Remnants of not feeling good enough as I am, as if my experience, strength and hope, and my transformation, my miracles in this program aren't enough somehow in having to do extra to, to um, manipulate maybe or, or convince someone. And seeing that and knowing that that is not the way, that as said earlier, you can't want it more for others than you want for yourself. I, I realized how so much of that cell job and that needing to posture somehow all came from the old remnants of, of me, not feeling good enough about myself as I am and accepting that what I've experienced and just telling that story alone without any bells and whistles is enough. That's enough. And, and then my ex, my personal expectations when working with a sponsee, the, real, the, the reality is anytime I go to a meeting and everybody shares or you know people share, not everything that's said reaches me. Not everything that it, that's shared kind of rings my bell. But let me tell you, when they do, they hit hard and they hit deep for me where it's like, oh, yes, that just changed the way I view everything. And so my expectation when working with a sponsee should be the same. I'm not always going to ring everyone's bell. My experience, strength, and hope is not always going to resonate in a way that is meaningful to everyone. And that's okay. That has to be okay, too. It's all about the process and allowing the process to unfold the way it's going to and not being stuck or having unrealistic expectations on others because they have to find their way. I can't 
I can't create it for them. Just like no one could convince me or create it for me. I had to, I had to tradition seven it. I had to pay my own way and, and learn it my own way. And it's good enough, just like everyone else's. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie W. from Florida. Okay. Russ M. We're going to take, go ahead, Russ M. And then just a friendly reminder, we're on page 96, first paragraph. We'll have time for a few more. Please go ahead, Russ. Good morning, Aim. Uh, good morning, families. Russ M., recovered compulsive reader uh, outside of Philly. And, you know, when I started sponsoring, and, you know, the first couple and even now, you know, sometimes I get butt hurt because this person doesn't want it and they're not there. And it's like I'm judging them. Well, you know, you got excuses. You know what? When my Abby talked to me in 2009, I said, I'm not doing this. I'm bigger than this. I'm Dr. Russ. I don't need this. I know what I need. And then it was nine years of, of a wrecked life. So I wasn't ready, and I God reminds me of that. Like, I have no control over this deal. All I could do is live step 12. I can't, you know, we're hitting it. We're crushing this, right? We can't force people. All we can do is present it with them. You know, I've had uh, patients. I've had sponsors that fired me that called me, said I need to do a 10-step, like, later. For, it was, like, three, three years later, and they're crushing it with another sponsor. I can't get hurt by that. What was my intention that is to share what was given to me so that that person could get free? They're free. They're killing it. But, you know, I can't take it personal. It's that codependence thing, my ego. And, you know, I, I just want it this way. No, it don't work like that. That's what got me into trouble in the first place. So it's been a, it's been a lesson in, in, in like, temperance and, and, and acceptance. Look, I'm not God. All I can do is just present it to the people, and there's going to be some dry patches. I'm going to get to people. God's going to get to people through me, and some people are going to say, a phenomenal. I don't like you, and it's not going to work out. I can't take it personal. And that's that's what I want to share. It just reminds me that <laughs> I don't have this. I don't have this figured out. Be, be nice and loving and help someone. All right. Love you. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Russ. I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay, so we have time for probably three people, maybe two, who would like to share on what was read. I said probably two, two and a half people. <laughs> anyway, don't be shy. We'd love to hear from you. Gail H. from Seattle. Sonia Gail H. from H. Philadelphia. H. That's Polly S. from Texas. All right. That's what I need right there. Three people. Thank you so much for stepping up, and let's see what we got. Gail H., Sonia H., Polly F. So, Gail, mm -hmm. please go ahead. Please go ahead. Over to Gail H. from Seattle. Press star one to unmute, Gail. Hi, I'm Gail. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And um, so this is the first time I've shared on the line, and I've been listening. Thank you for uh, recovery during COVID. It, I was someone that went to meetings at least one a day every day, and I have well over 50 years in this program. And yet, a day at a time, it is recovery from this disease that uh, is cunning, baffling, and powerful, and it's only by God's grace. And, you know, I think as the decades have gone by, my um, experience with sponsoring is not about someone being ready or not ready. It's more about, I don't think it's an event. It took me... 18 years in the program to get abstinent, knowing that the program works, but that the grace of God wasn't there yet, but I knew I had to go. I knew it would not get better if I wasn't at a meeting. And so it was not an event. It was a process. And that's how I look at sponsoring now. Not always looked at it this way. 
But now there are certain gifts that God has given me and there are certain gifts that God has given others. And in many times in my recovery, I've been just part of the process. And um, that helps me to be right-sized of what I can do. I admire people. I, I had a sponsor in this program that did the nine-month big book study. And very, oh, it was wonderful. But that's not my skill. My skill is to make sure that, you know, it's someone that's going to meetings, getting the steps, and then we talk about how God was working in our lives. And that's how I was sponsored 55 years ago. So, you know, I, I just appreciate all our different gifts. Um, we all ate and used differently, and, you know, we're all going to get in recovery in different ways. But what a miracle. Uh, and do not get discouraged. I have the biggest giver-upper in the world. So um, if I'm discouraged about somebody else, it's really my mirroring neurons that, you know, are reflecting that part of me that, thank God this is a day at a time, and you all give me different thoughts for the day. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you so much, Gail H., and welcome. So nice to hear from you. Uh, Gail H. from Seattle, Washington. All right, Sonia H., you're up, followed by Polly S. Please go ahead. Hi, this is Sonia S. from Philadelphia. Oh, That's okay. Um, grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater. I, I just, you know, I have sponsored before um, in the past, both in AA and briefly in OA. But I just, I honestly want to give a huge shout out to all the sponsors that I've had because I've had like so many sponsors and I so appreciate every single one of them. I've learned a lot from all of them and, you know, they are giving of their time. And um, I just, I'm just so grateful. I don't know. I'm just grateful that I have a sponsor right now who's giving me her time to walk through the steps with me again. I had a break several weeks ago and it's been a little difficult getting back on track. And today, yesterday and today I was abstinent. Thank you, God, and entirely abstinent. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. And my sponsor and I have, quite a bit in common. We're both art teachers, which is really, really awesome. Um, but more importantly, we're both um, compulsive overeaters and she is abstinent and she's willing to work with me and that's a gift. So um, I just wanted to say that and to thank every OA sponsor that has sponsored me. I love you. Um, I might not have been the nicest person and I apologize, but um, it's my disease and that's all I have to share. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sonia. Yes, shout out to the sponsors out there. We love you. All right. You are up. Good morning. Two and a half minutes. Super. Good morning. I, I appreciate the opportunity to share. My name is Holly S. from Texas. Um, I haven't shared on this line in several years. Um, I'm coming back from a very lengthy relapse, and um, I just really appreciate where we're at in the big book and being able to hear um, um, where sponsors are coming from in their experience, strength, and hope, and also from definitely from the big book on um, uh, things that really make sense to me that I've never heard before. Uh, I'm just very grateful. Um, I heard an old sponsor on the line this morning. I'm very grateful to hear the voices that I heard uh, when Vision for You was about to turn two and uh, excited to hear about the recovery for others. So I'm claiming my seat, and thank you so much, and I pass. Thank you so much, Holly from Texas, Holly S. from Texas, and welcome back. All righty, we have a little over a minute. Is there someone that would like to share, or we could just wrap things up? Hi, Joanne L. from Rhode Island. Please go ahead, Joanne. 
Hi, good morning, everybody. So nice to be here this morning, and thanks for your service again. Um, I love this step because I love working with people. Um, I I feel that on step 12, this is what I call the forward, um, pay it forward step, because um, that was actually a movie too, pay it forward. So for everybody out there, you know, who has worked with me, and I know so many of you, and I'm so grateful for you. I now, you know, know that I have to pay it forward. And um, I just want to say this is so important to me. You know, I've been on the other end, too, where I brought people through the, through the steps, through the process, and then they choose not to stay. And um, it's very sad. But, again, you know, we've heard it from other people. There's really not much that we can do except, I do return phone calls, and I do um, try to check back with people, you know, every now and then just to say, hey, how you doing? You know, are you still with us? And, you know, just little things like that that would that helps because you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that say, yeah, you know what, I need to come back. So that's all I want to say. I, I just love this step, and I love all of you, so thank you. And I pass Thank you so much, Joanne L. from Rhode Island. Perfect timing. Um, we're going to wrap things up here, folks. Uh, thanks to everyone who shared. Thank you to uh, Team Wednesday and all those who could get in. Um, sorry about the technical difficulties, but we are here, and we've had a wonderful meeting. So thanks to everyone. But please join us for a second awesome unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today, Wednesday, July 26, 2023, 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 20,478. That's 20478. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Uh, Leah S., if you could please read a vision for you, that would be great. Thank you so much. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship in the spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.